So today's class, we will be actually doing a lot of arm strength. So we'll be doing a couple different inversions and then um, practicing an arm balance towards the end of class. Okay, so come to your comfortable cross-legged seated position, perhaps up on some padding. We'll be here five to seven minutes, so really make yourself comfortable. Generally, if your knees are lying below the height of your pelvic crest, that's gonna make for more relaxed legs and inner thighs especially. Rest your palms on your thighs. Close your eyes. Take a deep breath in through your nostrils. And exhale, sigh. With this breath, arrive. Bring your minds into the room, onto your mat, and into your body for the next 90 minutes of practice. So if you're here, your body has arrived. Might take a little more time for your mind to make that transition into the room, into your body. Notice how you're feeling on a physical level. Is there anything that is calling for your attention? Any discomforts, any soreness, maybe even mild pain? Whatever it is, respond to the signals that your body is sending your mind. Occupy those spaces in your body and just by becoming aware of these different sensations, might you begin to let go of some of the tension you may be holding. Surrender into your seat, relaxing your feet, your ankles, shins and calves, knees and thighs. Be aware of your sits bones on the surface beneath you and root down from, through your left and right sides evenly. From the earth, grow tall through your spine. Lift up out of your waistline. As you lift and open your chest, tilt your chin parallel to the floor, lengthening along the back of your neck as the crown of your head lifts skyward. And then ease the sides of your neck back, trying to situate the center of your head over the center of your heart, over the center of your pelvis. Now everyone together, pull your shoulders towards your ears, lengthening the sides of your body, and then looping your shoulder blades onto your upper back, creating strength and tone at your upper back, allowing your chest to unfurl. Allow your forearms now to melt towards the earth, bringing with them your shoulder blades sliding down your back body. Now bring attention to your front lower ribs, left and right, draw into a central point, and then that point is subtly pulled towards your spine. Now there's a tone at your upper abdomen, causing your lower spine to lengthen. Maintain this shape. This is Sukhasana or easy posture. This shape designed to 
create optimal length in the spine, optimal space for your breath. Turn attention to your breathing, directing breath in and out through your nostrils, gradually growing the capacity of your lungs. Be aware of each inhale as you fill your lungs from bottom, middle, to top. Ride the wave of each exhale as you empty your lungs from top, middle, to bottom. As you begin to cultivate a slow and deep breathing pattern, begin the practice of ujjayi pranayama by drawing in a gentle contraction at the back of your throat. This will bring your breath an aspirant sound like the sound of ocean waves. So listen in for the sound of your own breath, and you can always use that sound as a tool to bring your awareness back to the present, again and again. So the mind tends to wander, whether this is your first time practicing yoga or whether this is your thousandth time practicing yoga. We're always just training the mind to come back to return to the breath, return to an observation of each moment. Can you try to remove judgment and evaluation from this equation? Observe the breath with acceptance. Breathe together through three more rounds of ujjayi pranayama. Wherever you're at with your breathing, begin to empty your lungs. And then we'll inhale together for the count of five, beginning one, two, three, four, five. Fill and hold at the top. And exhale for five, four, three, two, one, empty your lungs and hold for a moment. Next breath, inhale, one, two, three, four, five, fill and hold. Exhale with control, five, four, three, two, one. Last, biggest breath in together, one, two, three, four, and five, Exhale, five, four, three, two, and one. 
Continue either to breathe with the Ujjayi Pranayama technique or release the contraction at the back of your throat. Either way, continue to breathe in and out through your nostrils for class. Bring your palms together in front of your heart. As you press your palms lightly in, widen your elbows out and broaden across your collarbones. We'll invoke the moving practice by chanting the mantra Om three times. Please chant along if you feel comfortable doing so or just listen to the other voices in the room as we bring our individual voices together. Inhale. to your heart, release palms to thighs, then slowly lift your head as you open your eyes. We'll continue to start slowly, switch the cross of your legs by bringing the opposite ankle on top, bring your right hand behind your right hip, cross your left hand to your right thigh, grow tall as you inhale, and exhale to twist. Move from left to right, bottom to top. Keeping head over heart, heart over the center of your pelvis. Breathe into the line of your spine, exploring and creating space. And then as you exhale, can you revolve deeper into that space, looking further over your right shoulder. And then inhale back to center and just angle your upper body over your right thigh as you exhale. Stretch out over your right thigh, reaching through your fingertips. When you can't reach any further, allow your head to fall towards the floor. Tack your left outer hip back and down towards the earth. Try to keep your sits bones grounded. What are you feeling? Where are you feeling it? Breathe deep down into your experience. Trying to expand into those areas where you feel restricted. Using time, using breath and awareness. And inhale back to center. And then left hand behind your hip, cross your right hand to left thigh, grow tall as you inhale, and exhale again, revolve. Left to right, bottom to top. So think about first your belly, your inner organs shifting from right to left, then ribs, chest, shoulders, neck, head. Start to draw your right shoulder away from your right ear, getting a little additional stretch along the trapezius muscles on the right side. And inhale back to center. Angle the chest over the left leg as you go down. Exhale. Reaching out through all ten fingertips as you tack your right hip back and down. 
Sits bones remain grounded. Head can be heavy. Face soft. Notice what you're feeling. It may be subtle. That's okay. Just because a a sensation is subtle doesn't mean it's not affecting your body. And then inhale back to center. Remove any props. Place them out to the side. Bring your knees as wide as your mat. Big toes touch behind you. Sit your hips towards your heels. Keeping your hips way back. Now stretch your arms forward into an extended child's pose. Fingers and palms spread actively as your forehead melts towards or even to the floor. Heart sinks towards the earth. Try to inflate your lower back as you breathe in, making breath visible in your back body. And then as you exhale, head, heart, and hips sink down. And shift yourself forward. And we'll start to pick up the pace here. Come to standing at the top of your mat. If you're close by your neighbor, you might just like to stagger so that you both have room to place your arms straight out to the side. And we'll come to Tadasana with the feet hip-width distance apart to begin. Lift and spread your toes to create a wide waist. Look forward, chin parallel to the floor. Tighten your legs, lift into your kneecaps. Draw your outer hips in. And all the same actions in the upper body. Shoulders roll back, chest lifts, lower ribs draw in and back, tailbone down. Good. Hold here. Turn the palms forward. Roll the shoulders back. Reach the fingertips down, sliding your shoulder blades down your back body. Contemplate for a moment the name of this posture, mountain pose. Can you start to encompass? Can you start to reflect the uh, characteristics of a mountain? Strong, tall, broad. Inhale, sweep your arms overhead, reaching through your fingertips, and exhale, gracefully fold forward, arms out and down as fingertips come to the floor in front of you. Now bend your knees to rest your torso on your thighs as your head hangs forward. Taking hold of opposite biceps or opposite forearms as you come to ragdoll pose. As you hang forward, shift weight to the base of your toes, allowing your heels to widen, widen, (laughs) allowing your heels to widen, or lighten is the word I was gonna use, as your hips lift any higher. Head can shift from side to side, front to back, whatever is going to help you release tension along the back of your neck. Again, lengthening that line of your spine, creating more and more space between each vertebra. One thing I like to do is just walk my rib cage down my thighs one side at a time, producing a little bit more length in my uh, abdomen and low back. Good. 
Really just be here now. Appreciate the slowness, the time for reflection, the ability to infuse each uh, breath with, um, with newness. Each breath, a new perspective on the posture. Then fingertips back to the floor. All 10 fingertips ground as your hips begin to slowly lift. As your legs become straighter, lift into your kneecaps and now actively extend the crown of your head towards the floor. Widen your elbows out and lift your shoulders away from your ears as you go deeper, continuing to shift weight forward in your feet as your heels lighten, your hips lift. And now bring palms to shins, straighten your arms, extend your chin and chest forward, long line of the spine, exhale to fold once again. And inhale, sweep your arms out, up, and overhead. Palms can touch at the top as you shift weight to heels. Exhale, palms come together in front of your heart and we'll move with the breath. Inhale, sweep arms out, up, and overhead. And exhale, arms gracefully sweep out and down as you fold forward, shifting weight forward in the feet. Inhale, extend your spine long. And exhale to fold, fingertips to the floor. Inhale, arms sweep up, keeping a long spine as you come to the top, palms touch. Exhale, hands together in front of your heart. Again, sweep up, reach up. And exhale, fold with a long, flat back. Head releases at the bottom. Inhale, extend your spine, good breath. Exhale, release fully forward. Again, inhale, reverse, come all the way up, shifting weight to the heels, and exhale, palms together in front of your heart. And release your arms at your sides. Now bring feet together. This will be a little more challenging for your balance. If that feels too unstable, you can keep your feet apart if you like. Okay, weight in the heels once more, shoulders roll back, left, right hand on your hip, left arm by your right, left arm by your left ear, opposite the people across the room from you. Grow tall out of your left side as you spike your left heel down, exhale upper body to the right, chest and hips squaring forward, gazes forward. As you spike your heel down, reach more fully with more commitment through your left fingertips, targeting the entire left side of your body. As your bottom shoulder rolls slightly forward, you might look up towards the ceiling. Try to keep your face soft, your throat open. And slide your right hand down the outside of your right leg, going any deeper. Keeping your chest lifted, trying to keep strain out of your lower back. Inhale back to center. And left hand to your hip, right arm along your right hip. Press down through your left hip, lift out of your right waistline, and exhale upper body again, snap to the left. Hips release to the right, right heel grounds. Right fingertips reach. Bottom shoulder comes slightly forward, gaze might go skyward. 
Soften your jaw, soften your throat. Continue to breathe, directing awareness and breath along your right side. And now slide your left hand down the outside of your leg. Less support, but also the opportunity to go deeper. Consciously stay lifted in your chest, keeping your lower spine long, trying to, uh, trying to take out any sense of compression in the low spine. Inhale back to center and release your right arm back down. Interlace your fingers at your lower back. Roll your shoulders back. Broaden and lift your chest. Elbows draw in towards one another at the back of your heart. Check out, make sure and see your, that your hips aren't shifting back. You want your tailbone tucking down, upper abdomen toned. Look up, tilt your gaze skyward. Lift from the back of your heart to the sky. And as you exhale, begin to straighten your elbows, reaching your knuckles down. Now begin to curl your gaze towards the back wall as you continue to breathe. Shift weight continually towards your heels. Kneecaps lift, hips shift forward as gaze creeps continually back towards the back wall. Lift into your heart, keeping your spine long as you, as you curl first in your upper back and then moving the back bend down your spine gradually. And then chest brings you forward, release your hands, roll your shoulders forward, head comes up last. Inhale, sweep your arms overhead, palms touching at the top, and exhale, fold forward, fingertips to the floor in front of you. Inhale, palms come to shins, extend your spine long. And exhale, begin to fold and walk your fingertips behind your heels, setting up for Utkatasana. Sit down into an imaginary chair, thighs parallel to the floor, inner ankles, inner knees together. And now just step one, round your spine, tuck your chin to your chest, pull your forehead towards or eventually to your knees. Keeping your hips low, round your spine by pulling the sides of your waistline and your belly button away from your thighs. Hold here, seven, six, five, four, three, two, and one. Lift your hips, walk your hands forward, fold forward. Inhale, palms to shins, extend your spine long. Exhale, fold once again. Inhale, arms sweep out, up, and overhead, palms touching at the top. Exhale, palms together in front of your heart. Inhale, sweep up. And exhale, fold once more. Inhale, extend your spine long. And exhale, again, fold, walking your fingertips behind your heels, sitting weight into your fingers and your heels as you round your spine consciously. Keep your hips low, keep your belly and waistline pulling away from your thighs as you look forward. Reach your arms forward like you're holding a box. Keep the hips low. Okay, hips low, good. Waistline back, weight in the heels, arms and chest reach forward for seven, six, Five, four, three, two, and one. Hips high, fingertips to the floor, fold forward. Inhale, palms to shins, extend. Exhale and fold. Inhale, arms sweep out, up, and overhead, palms touching at the top. 
Exhale, palms together in front of your heart. One last piece. Inhale, sweep up. And exhale, fold. Inhale, extend your spine. And exhale once more. Walk your hands behind your heels. Sit down low into your imaginary chair. Round your spine. Keep the spine rounded. Look forward, arms forward. Reach through your fingertips. And then peel your chin and chest away from the floor. Biceps come up by the ears. Keep your hips low. Weight in the heels. Knees and uh, ankles together. Waistline back. Gaze up. Seven, six, five. Four, three, two, and one. Stand up, arms overhead. Exhale, palms together in front of your heart and close your eyes. Reconnect with your breath. Feel your feet on the earth. Shift weight to your heels. Roll your shoulders back. Each breath allowing you to slow down. Open your eyes. Inhale as you sweep your arms overhead. Exhale, wrap your right arm underneath your left arm, crossing your arms above the elbows, wrapping forearms, bringing palms together. Continue to lift up your chest as you pull your elbows down. You can't grab your palms here. You can also grab shoulders, getting that same stretch across the upper back. Elbows down, chest lifts, sit into an imaginary bar stool. It's a little higher than the previous postures. Shift weight to your left foot as you lift your right leg high up over your left. Either pointing your right toes straight back, using your toes as a kickstand for balance, or eventually wrapping your right foot behind your left ankle. Sit your hips lower, weight in the standing foot heel. Draw your elbows down, lift your chest up, eventually start to draw your upper body back. Shoulders more over hips. Gaze is steady, face is soft. Seven, six, five, four, three, two, and one. Unwind. Wrap your arms up and exhale, left arm underneath your right. Bring palms together if available or grab hold of opposite shoulders. Either way, elbows down as your chest continues to lift. Find a point to hold a steady gaze as you sit your hips into your imaginary bar stool. Weight in the right foot as you lift your left leg high up over your left. The higher you lift the leg, the more space you'll eventually have to wrap your left foot behind your right ankle. And then shift these to the left. Hips sink low as weight shifts continually towards the standing foot heel. Elbows down, chest up, upper body back. Wrap arms and legs tightly. Stretching out the wrists, elbows, shoulders, hips, knees, ankles. Four, seven, six, five, four, three, two, and one. Unwrap, sweep up. And exhale, fold fully forward. Inhale, palms come to shins, extend your spine. Exhale, fold, plant your palms, and step back to a tabletop position. Finally, our cat and cows. Inhale, belly and chest down, tailbone and gaze lift into cow pose. Exhale, round your spine, chin to chest, tailbone towards the earth, belly button towards the ceiling. 
Inhale back to cow. And continue to move with the pace of your breathing. If you're breathing quickly, your movement should reflect that. You might start to breathe more slowly as we start to slow down a little bit here. Exploring the range of motion of your spine. Noticing what you're feeling along the spine, in the shoulders, in the hips. And you start to make subtle adjustments, subtle modifications to these movements to serve your own experience, to serve your own communication with your body. And then inhale back to a neutral spine. Look forward and down as you come to a plank position. Extend your legs back one at a time. We're going to do five push-ups. Exhale, lower down with control. Elbows bend back, possibly coming to knees. Inhale, push up. Exhale, brief rest and down dog. Hips move up and back. That's one. Inhale, shift forward. Exhale, possibly coming to knees if your belly or hips sag. Inhale, push up. Exhale, hips up and back. Brief release. Inhale, forward. Exhale, lower. Gaze down and forward. Inhale, push. Exhale, hips up and back. Two more. Inhale, forward. Exhale, lower. Inhale, push. Exhale, hips up and back. Last one, first set. Inhale, forward. Exhale, lower. Inhale, up. Exhale, back. Inhale, lift your right leg straight up and back for three-legged dog. Look to the front of your mat and exhale as you lunge your right foot forward. Create a long stride. Ankle below your front knee. If you didn't get there, Grab hold of your ankle and pull your right foot forward a little bit. Good. Shift your hips down and forward until your right thigh is parallel to the floor and then lift strongly through your back inner thigh. Gaze and chest forward. Legs strong. Collarbones broad. Find your breath. Relax your jaw. And then melt your left knee to the earth. With an exhale, send your hips back, round your spine as you tuck your chin to your chest, right toes go towards the ceiling. And with an inhale, hips shift down and forward, right foot to the floor, chest goes up, curl in your upper back. With another exhale, send your hips back and move with your breath. You can either take a full breath in each posture Moving forward as you inhale, moving back as you exhale, or you can move more quickly, just using the span of half a breath to move from pose to pose. Your choice. Kind of uh, slowing down a little bit at this time. Working into the hips, the knee, the psoas, the hamstrings. then inhale back forward. So lunge with the back knee down. Walk your right foot out to the right a couple of inches and bring both hands to the inside of your right leg. 
Scissor your legs together by pulling your right foot back in space and drawing your left knee forward. So they're not going to move, they're just going to tone in. Look forward and start to walk your upper body forward. If it's available, eventually one forearm and then the other come down to the floor here. Hug your right thigh in towards your right ribs as you pull your right outer hip towards the back of your mat, continuing to scissor your legs together. Gaze is down and forward, heart melts down and forward. Either choose to stay here or tuck your back toes, lifting your left knee off of the floor. Perhaps a little more challenging posture, keeping the right thigh hugging in, right outer hip pulling back, chest moving forward. Try to be present with your experience. If you come to a position that is too strenuous, can you back off? Can you reapproach your boundary? And then left knee to the floor before pressing back into downward facing dog once again. Second side, left leg lifts with an inhale. Look to the top of your mat as you lunge your left foot forward. Again, same long stride. Knee over ankle, hips melt, back inner thigh lifts, chest extends forward, shoulders roll back. Again, find your breath. Attempt to continue to breathe in and out through your nostrils, soft throat, soft jaw, soft eyes. And now right knee to the floor with your breath. Exhale, hips move back. Left leg straightens, curl over your front leg. And with an inhale, hips move forward and down, chest curls up. Continue to move with the pace of your own breath. Either moving into each pose and taking a full breath or moving simply on the, uh, with the speed of a half a breath. Similar... Um, Movement of the spine here as in cat, our cat and cows, but also here obviously working in to the legs and the hips. So move in such a way that reflects your own experience, not my experience or the experience of the person next to you. So this pose especially, but all poses. You don't need to look like me. You don't need to look like your neighbor, because we all are inhabiting a different body that needs different things. And you are the best person to know what those things are. And inhale back to a lunge. Left foot walks out to the left a couple of inches before hands come to the inner foot. Hug your left leg in towards the left side of your body. Scissor legs together, now right knee pulling forward, left foot drawing back, look forward as you walk the hands forward in time, maybe one, maybe two forearms coming down, you can either interlace the fingers or bring the palms to prayer. Either choose to stay here, or tuck the back toes, lift the back leg, and find your posture, targeting the left hip, the right inner thigh, but if you're feeling something else, that's not necessarily bad. 
These poses are just helping us to connect with our bodies in new ways. What is being turned on? Draw your left thigh towards your left ribs, shoulders away from your ears, heart forward. And then right knees to the floor. Once again, press back, downward facing dog. So we'll take a little more time here in down dog. Press the heels of your hands down and forward. Lift your hips up and back. Spread your fingers and your palms. And then shift weight to the insides of your hands as you lift through your outer armpits. These actions causing your shoulder blades to draw together at the back of your heart. Release the weight of your head. You can shake your head yes and no if you'd like to really encourage length along the back of your neck, again, between the vertebra. As the back sides of your legs lengthen, your heels release to the floor, try to engage along the front sides of your legs. Lift into your kneecaps, try to diminish the crease at the front of each ankle. And then from here, shift forward. Second set, final set of five push-ups. Exhale, lower. Inhale, push. Exhale, hips up and back. Inhale, forward. Exhale, lower with control. Inhale, push, lifting through the sides of your waistline. Exhale, hips move you up and back. Again, inhale, forward. Exhale, lower. Inhale, push. Exhale, hips up and back. Two more. Inhale, forward. Exhale, lower. Inhale, push. Exhale, hips lead you back. Last one. Best one. Inhale, forward with control. Exhale, lower. Inhale, push. Exhale, back. Head releases. Hips go high. Heels go low. And inhale, come forward and all the way down onto your belly. Chin on the floor in front of you, arms at your sides. We'll just start by awakening the legs. Allow your left leg to relax as you point your right toes. Point through your right toes, lengthen your right leg, and now begin to lift your right leg slowly, gradually away from the floor. First the top of the foot, then the knee, then the thigh. Keeping the front of your hip on the floor, lift your leg higher higher and to its highest point before releasing the right leg completely. Right leg stays released, left leg engages. Point through your toes, lengthen the left leg as you gradually slowly lift, lift, lift and lengthen. Higher, higher, highest point and lift and then release your left leg back down. Both legs squeeze together, all ten toes point. Keeping the tops of your feet pressing down. Engage your legs so much so that your kneecaps pull away from the floor. Interlace your fingers at your low back. Point your elbows to the sky. And shrug your shoulders onto the back of your chest. With an inhale, begin to excuse me, straighten your arms and peel your chin and chest away from the floor. Keep the tops of your feet grounded for this first one. Focus on the strength of the upper back. Shoulders engaging on the upper back to lift and open your chest. Sides of the neck back, tops of your ears back. Gradually lift higher, higher, highest 
and then exhale to release. Big toes touch, heels widen apart, shoulders roll forward, upper back is broad. Left cheek to the mat, gaze is soft at the edge of your own mat. Find your breath, slow it down. Step into the present. Can you allow the, the um, energy of the previous posture to settle into your body? And number two, turn on the floor. Point your toes, squeeze your legs. Ground the tops of your feet as you, as you engage your legs, kneecaps lift. Interlace your fingers behind your back, possibly bringing the opposite thumb in front, if you can figure that one out. Elbows to the sky, elbows in towards one another, shoulders engage on your back. Inhale, slowly peel chin and chest, straighten arms, lift feet, knees, and thighs. Keep feet squeezing together as you point your toes back. Again, make it a gradual lift into the posture, slowly engaging all of the muscles of the back to lengthen along the front side of your body. Lift your legs, lift your chest, look up and up and up. Exhale to release. Right cheek to the floor, head is heavy, neck is soft, shoulders roll forward, upper back becomes broad, big toes touch, heels wide apart. Find your breath and slow down. And as we're here, we're just going to do two more back bends. It's not going to be a very back bend heavy class. So we'll just get them all done right now. Chin back to the floor. For this first version of bow pose, I'm gonna have you bend your knees and flex your feet. Reach for the outsides of your ankles. If you can only grab one ankle, that's okay. Just grab the second ankle on the second set. Draw your inner knees and inner ankles towards one another. They don't need to touch, but you don't want your knees or ankles wider than your hips at any point in the posture. Now begin to roll your shoulders back, kick your ankles into your hands. Rolling towards your thighs in this version of the posture, allowing your chest to gradually lift higher and higher. Sides of the neck back, tops of the ears back. I really think about this one looking like the uh, carved figure at the front of a ship. Lift your chest, look up, contract your upper back, kick your ankles, tone your inner knees and inner ankles together, and exhale, release. Forehead to the floor, shoulders roll forward. Big toes touch, heels widen apart. Breathe space across your upper back. Breathe relief into those muscles. You just worked so hard to contract. And again, just one final back bend here. Chin on the floor, point your toes, bend your knees. Keep your inner knees and inner ankles toned to hip width distance as you reach for the outside edges of your feet with either hand. Roll your shoulders back, look forward, and begin to kick. This time, thighs lifting away from the floor, and then chin and chest peeling away from the floor. 
instead of weight shifting towards your thighs, weight is shifting towards your belly. Sides of the neck back, tops of the ears back, kick up, look up, lift up, higher, higher, highest, and then release. Right cheek to the floor, shoulders roll forward, big toes touch, neck is soft, upper back is broad, lower back is broad. Return to your breath. Then chin on the floor, tuck your toes, send your hips up and back for downward facing dog. Okay, just a moment here in our regular downward dog. Press the heels of the hands down and forward, lift your hips up and back, heels down. And then bring your forearms to the floor. We're going to do our headstand prep. So forearms to the floor, elbows are shoulder width distance apart, and interlace your fingers widening your, the heels of your hands about two inches away from one another. Lift your gaze to look between your forearms at your mat. Melt your heart between your shoulders and pull your shoulders away from your ears. Lower ribs draw in and back, tailbone extends up and back. Continue to look forward as you slowly walk your feet forward only walking them so far forward until your, el your shoulders insist on coming forward of your elbows. Hips are moving higher, shoulders away from the ears, heart melting down, gaze staying between the forearms. Press your forearms down. Good. Excellent, everyone. Really nice. Jennifer, good. And then walk your feet back, lower your knees down. Sit your hips to your heels, arms forward, head to the floor, very brief child's pose. And then walk your hands up to your thighs and press yourself up. Okay, I think we've just got time for the one inversion today. We're just going to do our headstand. So um, if you are comfortable doing headstand in the middle of the room, you're welcome to do that. But if not, please slide your mat to a wall that is not a mirrored wall. So if you're on that side of the room, you can come over here. Um, okay, so do that first so that you'll be able to go straight up into this if you'd like to use the wall for headstand today. And then I'll do a very brief demo. So um, this is optional. So if you don't feel comfortable or you don't feel strong in the, dog, uh, the forearm dog position, then just go back to that and practice the strength that you'll want to get, uh, get for headstand in that forearm dog position. Otherwise, here are your options for going up into headstand. Okay, for using the wall, I like to keep my knuckles just a few inches from the wall. And then keep that same position with a little space between the heels of my hands. Elbows no wider than shoulder width distance apart. So this is creating a strong triangle. The wider you take the elbows, the weaker that uh, foundation's shape is going to become. Okay, forearms down, shoulders away from my ears, lower uh, back lengthens as my upper abdomen engages. Keep my head lifted at first as I walk my feet forward not allowing my shoulders to come forward of my elbows. This is don't, this is the don't. And then um, tuck my chin to my chest. 
I'm going to have to let, relax my shoulders a little bit to get my head down. And then once my head is down, I'm going to re-engage my shoulders away from my ears. Press my forearms and now my head down. Walk my feet in any closer to keep my, get my hips as high as possible. Then bring one heel to my hip and then use this, the foot that's still on the ground to kick my hips to the wall. Okay, step one. And then legs straighten. And then legs squeeze. Tailbone tucks to the sky. Hips moving away from the floor, or away, moving away from the wall. And then eventually I work my legs away from the wall, hips away from the wall, working at my balance. Shoulders continue to pull away from the floor as forearms and head actively ground. Okay, so that's one way to get up. You can also eventually start practicing leg lifts. This is a great core exercise. So feet moving from down dog, and then using the strength of your core to lift your legs together, coming up to headstand. Okay, so if you're first, if you're just starting this pose, you'll bring your feet back to the floor and back to the wall and come back out the same way you came. And you'll want to take a transitional pose through that child's pose before you come up or you'll get maybe a head rush. Okay, um, let's try something. So if you're not comfortable kicking up today, please keep practicing the forearm dog position. So interlace your fingers, knuckles a couple inches from the wall. Elbows no wider than shoulder width distance. So create that strong triangular base. And then forearms down. Tuck your toes, shoulders away from the ears, hearts melt down. Lower ribs in and back, lengthen your lower back as you lift your hips. Continue to lift, look forward as you walk your feet in. When you can't walk your feet any further, release your shoulders for a moment to bring your head down. Back of the head between your wrists. And then head down, forearms down. Bring one heel to your hip at a, uh, to begin, and then standing foot kicks your hips to the wall. Good, and the wall should be right there, so uh, not, hopefully not too scary. Good, Jen, keep pushing forearms, Jennifer, keep pushing forearms down, shoulders away from the wall. Shoulders away from the wall. Good, Trisha, squeeze your legs together and lift more strongly through your right leg. Right side needs to lift a little higher. Excellent. Beautiful. Good, Jen. Good, Lene. Good work. Very nice. Adam, Kristen, looks good. Keep engaging your upper abdomen, lengthening your tailbone towards the sky. Good. So this is a pose that you can um, try not to come up and, up and down out of it too many times. Um, but eventually, if you'd like to start practicing this more, make this part of a home practice or something you do every time you come to the studio, you can start doing longer and longer holds of this, maybe even working towards a minute, five minutes, ten minutes. So when you're done, please come down, take that uh, child's pose, re, um, reorienting the body from the uh, inversion. So just taking a very gentle inversion in child's pose with the head below the heart. Hips releasing towards your heels. And again, this idea of allowing the energy 
of the posture to be absorbed in your body, to allow your body to reflect on the experience without evaluating your performance. I know for myself, having the tendency to evaluate performance and then extend that evaluation into some idea of self-worth. So trying to avoid those pitfalls as we move through our practice. Trying to establish a um, a appreciation for our bodies. Appreciation not only for what they can do, but also for what our limitations are. Walk your hands back up as you come out of child's pose. And then you can uh, bring your mat back to the original, its original position in the room if that would be more comfortable for you. And we're actually going to do um, just a very brief standing sequence before we're down on the floor for the rest of the class. So please turn to face the green wall today. And we'll just do a uh, goddess pose and then... Warrior two and reverse warrior. So I don't know why I brought these. You don't need to watch. <laughs> okay, step your feet about three and a half feet apart. This is always a stance you can adjust as you move into the posture. There's no exact um, that, there's no exact stance that I know of or distance that I know of to tell you moving into this. Turn your toes out slightly and bring your hands to your hips. Roll your shoulders back to keep your chest open and lifted. Now begin to bend the knees in the direction of your toes, extending through your inner thighs as your hips melt down. Keep your upper abdomen engaged, drawing your shoulders back, keeping your chest open and lifted. Good. Really focus on this extension through your inner thighs, trying to point your knees in the same direction as your toes. Sweep your arms up like Football goalpost, elbows in towards your armpits. Hold for 10, soften your face, relax your throat. Seven, six, five, four, three, two, and one. Straighten your legs, release your arms, heel toe your feet back together. Okay, we're just gonna do warrior two, and then reverse warrior. Feet together, hands in front of your heart, with an exhale, hop or step your feet wide apart. Turn your right toes out to the right, 90 degrees. I need a rest, so I'm taking my hands to my hips. Please do so if you like. Okay, you guys are sticking in it. Okay, point to your uh, left knee in the direction of your toes as you sit deeply into your right knee. Square your hips and chest forward. Just, in, just as in goddess, extend through your right inner thigh. Make sure you can see your right big toe at the inseam of your right knee. Contract through your right outer hip. Take your gaze out and beyond your right fingertips. 
Shoulders sliding down the back of your chest, away from your ears. Good. Add a really nice shoulder to relax back a little bit. Excellent. Turn your right palm to the sky. Exhale, slide your left hand down your left leg as you sweep your right arm over your right ear. Keep your right hip sinking low. So from that point, lengthen along your waistline between your ribs through your fingertips. Bottom shoulder slightly forward as you look up. Weight in the right heel. And then inhale back to center, straighten your right leg. Hands to hips, turn your right toes forward, turn your left toes out. Sweep your arms to the height of your shoulders, look into your left knee, bend your left knee deeply. Bend your left knee to a square, to a 90 degree angle. Good. Good. Well, now you can take your stance a little wider to go deeper. Good. Extend through your inner thigh, contract through your outer hip. Mary looks beautiful. Left ribs forward just slightly. Good. Gaze out beyond your left fingertips. Try to keep breathing. Relax your jaw. Relax your throat. Trisha, really nice. For Trish. Weight in the front heel. Turn your left palm to the sky. Exhale and reverse. Left arm over your ear. Keep your left hip sinking low. Extension through the left inner thigh. Bottom shoulder forward, gaze to the sky. Soft face, reach through your fingertips. Extend along your left side. And inhale back. Turn your left toes forward, hands together in front of your heart. Turn up the outside edges of your mouth. We are done with standing. Exhale, hover, step your feet back together. And sit down, facing the center of the room. Okay. We'll do our Navasana practice, so very brief review of the bellows breathing technique. So the bellows like for a fire, kind of pumping uh, air to fuel the fire. So the way this is done, in and out through the nostrils, sharp exhalation, drawing the belly button in, and then automatically your lungs just fill back up. So intentional sharp exhale, And you can do this quickly or slowly. So if you'd like to practice now, you can. And you may engage this breathing in our boat pose in a moment. Okay. Feet together. Hands wrapped behind the thighs. Chest lifts. Collarbones broad. And then lift your shins one at a time. Squeeze your legs together. Press your thighs into your hands. Around your lower spine. So draw your belly button in towards your spine as you continue to lift your chest. Hands peel out from underneath thighs, palms turn to face the sky. Either choose to stay here or straight legs. If you like, bellows breathing. Four, 12, 11, 10, nine, eight, seven, six, five, four, three, two, and one. Hands to thighs, feet to the floor. Take your feet. Hip width distance apart and look up and reach up. Slowly begin to articulate your back body towards the floor, tucking your tailbone to your heels, belly button drawing towards your back body, lower back, middle back, upper back on the floor, head and shoulders down, arms released to your sides. Extend both legs straight. 
And then draw your right knee in towards your chest. Interlace your fingers around your right uh, knee. And then pull your knee towards your right shoulder, getting a compression at the front of your right hip. Shoulders pull towards the floor. Back of the neck is long as your chin tilts perpendicular to the floor. Draw your right knee in strongly. And then let the right leg go. Left leg. Left knee draws in towards your chest. Interlace your fingers around your knee. And then pull your knee slightly out to the left and up towards your left shoulder. Heads of the arm bones pull towards the floor. Compressing the left side of your abdomen, compressing the front of your left hip. Back of the neck is long, hold and pull, and then release. Both legs down, and then together, legs draw in towards your chest. Wrap your arms around the fronts of your shins, grabbing wrists, forearms, or elbows if you can reach. Feet are relaxed side by side as you pull your knees, pull your shins in towards your abdomen. So rather than curling into a ball, you're flattening the backside of your body against the floor. Shin tucks slightly back, the neck is long, pull in, compress both hips, and then let it go. Now bring your feet to the floor, knees are bent. Draw your right knee in towards your chest until you hold the outside of your right foot with your right hand inside of your foot with your left hand and interlace your fingers at the sole of your right foot. Kick your foot into your hand and then begin to pull your right knee down towards the floor. This is a half happy baby pose. So shin is perpendicular to the floor, knee is drawing towards the earth. A little bit of a um, tug of war between the hands and the foot. So foot is pressing up Hands are pulling down. Either choose to stay here, or if you'd like more from this posture, you can extend your left leg straight. Maybe left heel, maybe left calf, maybe someday left thigh touched down on the floor. So find a place to be, and then be there. Keep routing your mind back to the experience of your body. What are you feeling? Where are you feeling it? Can you go deeper? Should you back off? Then release your right foot down. Okay. Left knee bends in towards your chest. Take hold of the inside and outside of your foot. Angling the sole of your foot to the sky. Shin perpendicular to the floor. Kick and pull. Left knee drawing down towards or to the earth at the outside of your left ribs, just below your armpit. Kick and pull, and then right leg may extend your choice. If the right leg is extending, try to keep it extending straight forward, not angling out to the right. Heel down, calf down, thigh presses down. and then left leg releases. Both feet to the floor, roll to your right side and press your way up to seated. Extend your legs forward, 
And if your spine is really rounded in this, in this pose with your legs forward, then I just suggest sitting up on the edge of a little padding. So on the edge of the padding, so the front of your pelvis tilts forward, the back of your pelvis lifts, allowing you to lift out of your low back. Low back is long and not rounded. Okay, so have your blocks nearby for this next uh, sequence. So one block on either side of you. So we're just going to move towards our arm balances, but moving into the hips a little deeper before we go there. Okay, draw your right knee in towards your chest, and then interlace your fingers at the sole of your right foot. So this is just like half happy baby, but now we're seated. Lift your shin parallel to the floor, and then draw your knee back. So you can see how this shape is just like the previous one. You can kind of kick and pull, kick and pull, keep your chest lifted as you do this. Shouldn't be too intense. And then from here, we're gonna come into a pigeon-like shape with the right shin. So either bringing your uh, left elbow, to, your leg to rest in your left elbow, or your foot to rest in your left elbow, and then you can kind of uh, cradle the leg also with the right arm, and then start to make big circles. So uh, try to explore the range of motion of your leg in that hip socket. Just start in one direction, and then go in the other direction. So um, this is not an example where I practice what I preach, but I'm thinking about this. This is probably a great uh, TV watching exercise, something you could probably do any time of the day that you're just seated on the floor. And then let that go. Okay, so just watch me for a moment. We're going to try our uh, Eka Hasta Bhujasana. So um, it's a very, uh, it's like one leg squeezing pose. I don't know the exact translation. But um, this requires strength in the core. A uh, little up, I would say, you know, any arm balance is going to require stability and strength in the upper body. But this is also going to benefit from uh, more open hips, so I'll show you why. Okay, so just like uh, half happy baby, I'm going to lift my shin and then uh, lift my shin higher than parallel, to, uh, lift my heel up. And then I'm going to use my arm to kind of get my leg as high up on my shoulder as I can. So this is where uh, the openness of your hip is really going to help out. The higher you can get your leg on your shoulder, the more stable your leg will be on your shoulder. So I like to use um, my thumb to kind of press my, the flesh of my calf up and over my shoulder to give me a better grip. And then heel clamps down as I shift the weight of my upper body forward, draw my waistline back. So I'm rounding my spine here. Uh, blocks are helpful. You uh, you can work hands on blocks or hands on the floor. What's especially helpful is this leg staying stock straight. So I extend through my heel, pull back through my toes, lift into my kneecap. The straighter this leg is, the easier it will be to lift as one piece. Okay, chest forward, waistline back, press down, lift through the sides of my waistline to come up. Okay, so that's the pose. 
Let's try it. We'll try it one side, and then we'll try it a second side. Okay, so left leg forward, right shin up, pull your knee back, lift your heel up. Get your right shoulder up under your right calf as high as possible. Again, you can use your thumb to kind of press the flesh of your calf up over your shoulder. And then keep your leg drawing in towards your shoulder, pull your heel down towards your hip. You're like clamping your leg onto your arm. And then lean your upper body forward, pull your waistline back, round your lower spine. Hands can come to blocks or to the floor. Keep your gaze moving forward as your waistline pulls back and then press down. Good, very nice. Might be surprised by what you can do. Okay, yeah, pointing the toes can work. I, uh, I prefer to flex my foot for whatever reason of the, um, the straight leg. Yeah, but the straighter, the stronger that straight leg, that, uh, that left leg can be, the easier it will be to lift. So it may not seem like it, but if you can get your hips off the floor, you can get that left leg off of the floor. Okay, wonderful. Second side. You got a whole another side. Okay. Right leg forward, left knee draws in towards your chest, interlace your fingers, kick and pull. Just warming up the hip one more time. Pull it back, kick it forward. Okay, and then hook your ankle or uh, into your elbow or hook your foot into your right elbow and then start to make those big wide circles with your left hip in one direction and when you're ready reverse and let that go or keep doing that and we'll try the second side shin parallel and then heel lifts negotiate left leg over left shoulder so the higher you can get the leg the easier it will be to keep it there hug your leg into your body clamp your heel towards your hip and then bring hands to blocks or hands to the floor as your chest leans forward your waistline continues to pull back Make that right leg straight and strong, either by pointing the toes or flexing the foot. Lean forward as you press into your hands, lift through the sides of your waistline. Excellent. Jennifer, very, very good. Okay. Good. Really nice. Whew. Okay. Let's wind it down so move any props out of the way and come to lie on your back we got these straps and we just haven't even used them so start to move props out from either side of you so we can use our straps lie on your back extend your legs straight And let's luxuriate in some supta, padangustasana, hand to big toe pose. Bring your, bring your right knee in towards your chest. Take the strap around your right foot, the base of your right toes. And then holding the strap with both hands, extend your right leg straight. So straight is the first objective, as straight as you're going to get your leg today. 
And then once the leg is straight or straight-ish, start to lift your right leg away from the floor, higher and higher, towards 90 degrees, perhaps eventually even past 90 degrees. And as your right leg lifts, try to keep your left leg grounded. Think about rolling your left inner thigh, especially towards the floor. We're using the straps so that to extend the arms, try to get the back of your head and your shoulders on the floor so your upper body is just resting comfortably on the earth. Bringing focus to the back of the right leg. Turn your gaze in. Focus on your experience of the right leg here. Is there a specific area along the back of that leg that feels restricted, that feels tight? And by identifying that area, can you begin to let some of that tension go? Rather than always pushing through uh, actively, forcefully, can you use surrender? Can you use acceptance to start to move past some of what is holding you back? Okay, strap moves into the right hand, or if it's available, you can grab the outside of the foot with the right hand. Widen your right leg out to the right as you keep the back of your left shoulder back of your left hip, back of your left ribs towards the floor. So the chest, the pelvis stays open as we focus on this extension through the inside of the right leg. Moving energy from the groin, through the thigh, through the inner foot, and then drawing in from the outer foot to the outer hip. To intensify this posture, you might like to pull the right heel higher. And inhale, right leg moves back to center. Take the strap in your left hand or take the inside of your right foot with your left hand as you now widen your right leg over to the left. Your hip will lift up off of the floor for this one. Draw your right shoulder back towards the floor, keeping your chest open, little uh, twist in the spine. This one for me is always very intense and it could be, uh, I've always, I'm feeling this in different and new places. So it could be the outside of the knee, it could be the outer hip, it could be the lower back. As you move deeper into your practice, uh, we think less about the poses maybe looking correct, but maybe the, we are more interested in the poses of feeling correct for us. 
That means getting a stretch, feeling sensation without moving to that place of pain. Okay, right leg back to center and release the right leg. Extend your right leg alongside your left and now we have the second side. Draw your left knee in towards your chest, take the strap around your foot. Extend your leg straight by reaching through your heel, pulling back through your toes and then lifting the leg gradually higher. First moving towards 90 degrees over time, moving past 90 degrees. Keeping the left leg grounded, inner thigh rolling towards the floor. <coughs> Head and shoulders down. <coughs> Bless you. So eventually, uh, you may not use, you may not need the strap in this pose. As I said, the Sanskrit uh, translates from uh, translates into hand to, uh, hand to big toe pose. So you might, over time, experiment with grabbing the left big toe with the left middle and index finger. Again, being sensitive to what you're feeling, where you're feeling, and how you might intervene in this shape to go deeper. And deeper does not necessarily mean that uh, your external expression is going to change. Depth might come through a personal understanding. Okay, left hand to the outside of your foot, right arm can go to the right, or right hand can ground the right thigh as you extend your left leg out to the left. Keeping the back of the right hip, ribs, shoulder down. Turn that air conditioner down as we slow down, cool down. And now lastly, bring left leg to center. Strap to right hand or foot, excuse me, foot to hand as you lift the left hip up off of the floor, moving the left leg to the right. Left shoulder back to the left. Again, a little twist in the spine. Stay broad across your chest. And finally, left leg comes back to center. Release the strap, both knees to the floor. And one more move before Savasana, bringing both knees into your chest, taking hold of the outsides of either foot. Shins perpendicular to the floor, soles of the feet open to the sky, and full happy baby pose, shifting knees from side to side, massaging the low back into the floor. You can tilt the pelvis forward and back, getting that nice little massage of the uh, spine against the squishy surface beneath you. And as you're ready, extend out through your legs, 
We have about seven minutes for Savasana today. So make yourself comfortable. If you're feeling cold, you might cover yourself up with a blanket. Place your heels two to two and a half feet apart as you extend through your legs. Allow the weight of your feet to fall off to either side of the room. Tuck your shoulders one at a time underneath your chest as you extend your arms at a gentle angle along your sides. Turn your palms to face the sky. Optimize length in your neck by maybe tucking your chin just slightly. You might even like to place a little bit of uh, blanket height beneath your head before releasing the weight of your head. Relaxing the features of your face as your eyes close gently. Arrive in this posture. Relaxing feet, ankles, shins and calves, knees and thighs. Settle the weight of your pelvis. Relax any tension you may be holding on to in your abdomen. Allow your inner organs to settle towards the earth. (laughs) Relax all of the muscles in and around your rib cage. Freeing up more and more space for your lungs, for the light of your heart. Relax your fingers, your palms, wrists, forearms, elbows, upper arms. Soften your throat, relax your neck, release the weight of your brain forehead broadens fine lines around your eyes, around your mouth, soften. Relax your lips, your teeth, your tongue. And then look again. Is there anywhere in your body where you are tensing up Maybe your fingers begin to curl. Your thighs begin to tighten. (laughs) Oftentimes these things are happening unconsciously. There are places in our bodies where we perpetually grip, perpetually hold tension. Can you start to identify those tendencies? And through awareness, begin to let them go. Surrender that which does not serve you.
beginning to observe the body from a detached viewpoint. Self no longer active in the body at this time. Observation without intervention. You can begin to make movement with your fingers and toes. Rock your arms, your legs, the back of your head from side to side if you'd like. Take a deep breath in through your nostrils. And as you're ready, exhale, sigh. Bend your knees one at a time. Extend your right arm along your right ear before rolling onto your right side. Chest releases towards the floor as you take this time and transition out of your practice to reflect on your efforts today. Always the challenge of getting to the getting to the studio and the continual challenge of being present, keeping your mind and body in communication throughout the postures deepening your experience of embodiment. So thank yourself for the efforts you made this morning. Surround your practice with gratitude, making it easier to return again and again. Press your way to seated, keeping your eyes closed. Whatever seated position you'd like to take at this time is fine. We'll just be here another moment. Round through your hips, grow tall through your spine as you pull your palms together in front of your heart. We'll close practice with the single sound of Om. Exhale and inhale. Om.